children that did not ask to be born into this world. But yet, not only were they born into this world, but they were born into this world with promises. I remember on my wedding day, my mother, I don't know if it was her or if someone else saw my children's father pick up our oldest son and put him in the air and said to him, you're not a bastard anymore. I don't know what the crap he meant by that because he's not showing any signs of fatherhood now. My topic today is about men that need to own up. They need to own up to being fathers. And realize that they're being selfish when they do a 16-year bid and come home and tell their children after a couple of months of being home that they're getting married to another woman who has children with her youngest being 11. Me, I'm perfectly fine <laughs> because it ain't me. I'm not about to go through that headache that she's about to go through. I already went through my round. I'm not about to go through it twice at all. But um, you tell your children that you're about to get married through a text message. And you don't even... Tell the boys at all. You tell your daughter, though, through a text message. You call me, you tell me through a text message that you wanted me to read while you was on the phone, that you actually typed up while you was on the phone, and you wanted me to read it while you was on the phone because you wanted to know my reaction. Well, <laughs> I'll be damned. Did you get what you was expecting from me? Because what I told them people was, I said, I wish you luck. And I promise, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. But I want to know, how is it that you going to call yourself getting married and you got four children that you don't know? How is it that you call yourself getting married and you have one daughter that we know of that you need to get to know? Your daughter cried for years and years and years for you. And I know that them boys had their days, especially our oldest son. I know he had his days. All four of them were contemplating on the day that he was coming home. And then the day that you came home, (laughs) you came home on the first and we find out on the third that you came home. Me and your four children. So, the first and the second, you basically had it your way. Actually, 
you had it your way since you've been home because you've been doing everything it is that you wanted to do, basically. But you hurt our children. You, you, you hurt our children. So, yes, I'm upset. I'm not upset that you you're getting married. I I can care less about that. I honestly can. Everybody that know Rakia, Nashe Arterbury, knows that I can care less. I'm gonna tell you how I feel when I'm feeling that way. When I if I feel like I wanna bust out crying, I'm gonna bust out crying right then and there. If I if I feel like I want to tell you I'm happy for you, I'm I'm gonna be happy for you. Now don't get me wrong, I'm human. I am human, and I've been with this man since I was 12 years old. So every once in a while, my mind might go off and wonder, like, dang, like he's a real after person, you know? Like it may go off and wonder like that, but at the same time. I, I come right back to where I'm supposed to be because you're not going to drive me crazy and you're not going to make me Muslim. You tell me, you told me you wanted a Muslim wife. Okay, you got one. You got her. You came home and you found her. But you didn't get to know who your children were. You didn't get to know who your children were. I got a problem with that. I have a big problem with that. I got a problem with that. Ladies, feel free to let me know. You know, I got a problem with that. I have a real big problem with that. So basically, I'm going to give y'all the scenario. And I'm going to run it down. And I just want some opinions so I know that I'm not crazy. This man that I've been married to... Apparently that I don't know. We're going to back it up. We're going to back it up until about maybe eight months before he came home. How I was telling his children, oh my gosh, wait till y'all father come home. He is so decent. Like, y'all really going to love y'all dad. Like, y'all dad, he basically, he act like me. He just a little bit more, you know, he just, he put his foot down. You know, your dad is this, your dad is that. He, 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 oh, I'm, I'm just, you know, making this man seem like he's on top of the darn earth, on top of the world. Didn't say a bad thing about him, nothing. Didn't have anything to say bad about him, not to his children. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I've been feeding them that. I've been feeding them that. They know who he is. They know who he is enough to call him dad. I've been taking them up there. He come home and find a million and one reasons on the things that I've done wrong. You didn't bring my boys to come see me. Okay, well, let me ask you a question, sir. I'm speaking of him when I say sir. If I would have brought them to come see you more than I done, would you be doing anything different now? Oh, I'm sorry, because I was actually waiting for an answer just now. But hell no, he wouldn't be doing anything different now because he knows some kids just like he's supposed to know them kids. Under the circumstances of him being incarcerated. And one of the times he was incarcerated, he was three hours away. So, no, not every time I got in my car did I feel like bringing him with me. That's my husband. So, it was a couple of times. Well, that was my husband. So, it was a couple of times. It was a few times that I just wanted to go up there by myself without them children. I lived with them. They drove me crazy growing up as they was growing up, as I was growing up with them. Life didn't come with a book. 
My mama taught me that. My life don't come with no book. So, yes, I went up there on my own of, of more than a few times. But I've taken them up there. I've taken them up there as well more than a few times. But, sir, if I would have bought them every time I came, would it change the actions that you have now? I'm sorry. I w- I'm so sorry. I was waiting for an answer again. It wouldn't change the actions that he has now towards them kids. They, I didn't make them children by myself, but you would think I did. You got me running around here talking about I wish I had two baby dads. Shoot, I wish I had three. You got me on some real stuff. I wish I had two, three baby, different baby dads. I got one baby dad. And you not, and that's exactly what you are, a baby dad. Because before he got locked up, he he did. He took care of home as far as gave me money for them bills as far as gave me money for if our children needed something. And wait a minute, let me back up because he didn't have to give me but so much money because I worked right next to him. We both did the same line of work and I worked right next to him. So we're going to back up there. We're not going to sit there and just act like he, you know, was the breadwinner. We're not going to do that. But when I didn't have it, he did. And he was supposed to. I don't owe him a dime. Now, let's take it back to these kids. I put you on a pedestal for them kids. I told them how decent you was. How decent you was going to be towards them. I told them that you was going to do X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, whatever. Oh, I told them all these things. For you to come home and a couple of months later, you tell them, well, you tell your daughter and me in a text message that you getting married Islamically. Oh, I'm sorry. You have my blessing, but you don't have my blessing when it comes down to my children. The correct way to have done that. Correct me if I'm wrong, my brothers and sisters. The correct way to have done that is to have came home, got to know who each and every last one of your children were individually. Individually. That means take your daughter on dinner dates. Y'all do something that she likes to do. Other things. Your younger son love basketball. You tell me, well, every time I turn around, he got to do this and he got basketball practice. That only happened one time when he invited them to paint, paintball, whatever. And my youngest son had workouts. That happened once. And he lied about telling me that he asked them. That morning, come to find out, he lied. But anyway, not only that, you're on parole, but you've been to Atlantic City, Ocean City, every weekend since you were home. And you didn't take neither one of your boys with you. You didn't take them with you. You didn't take them with you, but yet they helped dress you. Yet they put a couple hundred dollars on your body. Your boys. But you couldn't go to your youngest son workout with him. You couldn't tell your friends 
oh, you know what, y'all? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this weekend and I'm gonna spend it with my sons or your son because your 18 year old don't get into basketball. It's only your 16 year old. So you could have took that weekend and went to your baby boy's basketball workout with him. And after that, you could have took him to a park and played him one-on-one. Or you could have took him somewhere and y'all could have ate, sat down and talked. You could have came and got the other one. Y'all could have, all all three y'all could have ate, went somewhere, sat down and talked. See, you got to do my children by three. Because I got one oldest son. He's 23. He's not in the same class as the other ones because he's the oldest boy and he's 23. And then I have a 21-year-old daughter. So you have to take her by herself out to dinner or skating or whatever it is that she wants to do. You have to take her by herself and do that with her because that's what she wants to do. And you have to do this. You have to keep doing this. You can't do this once or twice. You have to chase after your kids. You forgot I was in your life when your father came in yours and how you felt on your 18th birthday. Anyway, you have to do that with your daughter. Now, I said you can do that in three sets, even though you got four children, because the last two is the uh, they are probably they are a few months apart. They 17 and 18 years old. So you can take them together. You can take them together to an arcade, walk South Street, look at some girls, talk junk with them. Talk to them about the street. Ask them what kind of stuff they like. What kind of stuff they learned. Ask them things that maybe they didn't ever tell me. Maybe that they that because my I think my my I thank God that my boys are close with me and they talk to me. But my darn boys are too damn close and they and they talk to me a whole lot. Especially about these girls. And I don't be knowing what to say. It's up, strap up. And don't do it in my house. But of course, I'm not going to be listened to. Because I'm not here all the time. And not only am I not here all the time, I go to sleep at a certain time. And when my body shuts down, it shuts down. So, they're boys being boys. You take that last set of children you got and you go do basketball with them. Even though the 18 year old don't do basketball, he know how to play. You take him with you. You go do basketball. And then you go to your mom's house. You don't even got to come here to my house. Go to your mom's house. Take them with you over there. Let them stay there with you for a week before you started working. Do you do y'all know that none of these kids, one of them, my daughter, spent one night at his house, my daughter. And it was awkward with both of them. He wants to stand across the street and talk to his friends while she in the house. Who does that? Who who does that? You come home and you get to know who your children are. You don't come home and a couple of months later say you getting married and this chick got a daughter. That's 11. So now you about to be a whole step pop. I'm not worried about is he going to treat that little girl 
better than he treated mine because that ain't going to last. God don't like ugly and crime is a B. It really is. Karma is a B. I was going to get him back myself. But I said, you know what? No, I can't do that. I can't. I can't do that. But when you came home, you had an obligation to get to know who your sons was. When you came home, you had an obligation to get to know who your daughter was. When you came home, these are called obligations. That was number one. You already messed up by coming home on the first, and none of us knew that you was home until the third. Your family knew. Your mother accidentally called me on the first, so I already knew that something was up. So your family knew. And the and the girl that you called yourself messing with, the, I ended that real fast. But you called yourself messing with, she knew. But you put that girl before them. Oh, yes. I'm not sitting up here trying to sound like tough Tony because that hurt me at that time. When he did that, oh, my gosh. My whole insides came out, y'all. I thought, I thought you could never feel like that. I was like, what the hell? What kind of feeling is this? I didn't know that you can feel like that. I didn't know that a human being can make another human being feel like that. I didn't know. Remember, he taught me that men didn't love. So I didn't know that that kind of feeling existed. I thought that. He did the worst that he can do to me. By number one, all the infidelity on both parts. I'm going to say both parts because, yes, I did start cheating after a while. Ain't ain't nobody, ain't no female going to sit back in her right state of mind and just keep getting cheated on and keep getting cheated on and keep getting cheated on and just not going to go out there and see what it's like. And then when I did, when I went out there and I seen what it's like, I felt cheated. I felt cheated. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Ask my mama. She'll tell you. I told her. I said, oh, my. I didn't know. Anyway, that's another topic. (laughs) Right now, we are talking about this man telling us that he's getting married without knowing who your children are. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about you getting married without knowing who your children are. My my goodness. I really want to hear... I really want to hear some stuff. I really want y'all to talk to me. I want, I want, I want to hear it. I do. Because I know I'm not crazy. And that nigga told me that he can do both. Them were his exact words. That he can get to know them and be married at the same time. That's what he told me. He told me he can do both. He darn sure did. So he calls me, and he say, "I don't, I I don't know, man. I I don't know. I cheated when I was with you. I'm sitting up here talking about marrying this girl, and I'm a whore with her. Oh my gosh! I wish I was a fly on the wall when he threw his barbecue. I really do." I really do. Just so I can get my rocks off. Because I heard it was drama there. And his supposedly soon-to-be wife was there. 
But anyway, I want to know. I want to know who come first. I want to know, is it possible that you can get to know your children individually and you got four of them and one of them is your only girl that we know of and get married at the same time can you can you do that can you get to know your children and get married at the same time and if you can please explain to me how and i want to know how many men would get to know who their children are individually first? However long it took. I don't care if it took a year. And the crazy part about it is these boys and my girl is willing. They're willing. They're willing to give this man a chance. My daughter not anymore. But and believe it or not, I believe she she would be. If he came to her like, you know what, mommy, I'm sorry. You know, I'm going I'm going shape I'm going shape up. Daddy came home on some nut stuff. I'm going shape up. You know. Just give 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 daddy another chance. Because she loves her father. She did cry for him. He don't he don't apparently he don't know it or he don't care. And I'll say he don't care because he know it. Because he know that we both did. I got off my question. I apologize. So, I want to know, what do y'all feel Which meant for the men? Would y'all come home and get to know who all of you, four of your children are individually? Their likes, their dislikes, their characteristics. Um, just everything, everything about them that you want, that you want to know about them, everything that you can try to get in one plate, just, uh, act like it's food. Just, you, you want to be fed with, with as much information about your children as possible because you want to know who they are. Right? Right? And then for the females, I want y'all to tell me if I'm being too emotional. I want y'all to tell me if I'm wrong for being upset that this man is choosing to get married before he gets to know who his children are. Now, I don't have no objection because he really wanted to know how I felt. So, I'm telling y'all, just like I told him, I don't have no objection until, for, uh, with y'all getting married. I don't care anything about y'all getting married at all. I got a problem with you doing my children the way you're doing them. And... My children, meaning three of them are boys. I did the best I could as far as my sons. Apparently, I did something wrong looking at my oldest son. Because it was trauma in his life somewhere. And I don't know if it's when I told him I had cancer... I don't know if it's when I was on them drugs. I I don't know. But he was all the way he was all the way himself until he was about nineteen years old, I would say. He's twenty three now. Matter of fact, no, I'm not even gonna say nineteen. I'ma say I'ma say twenty one. Matter of fact, when he when he went and he saw that it was another part of the world that was the grass is greener on the other side is when he started treating me funny. Telling me that 
Okay. I, I'm going to save that for another topic. That's a whole other topic. But the the bottom line is, I need to know, and I want to hear from the people. I, I want to hear from y'all. I want the men to be honest with me, and I want y'all to tell me, am I tripping? I want the females to tell me, am I being too emotional as far as this nut nut? not knowing who his children is but yet you got room to get married he tells me oh I ain't say I was moving with the broad cause I say I said this nut done came home and fell in love he said ain't nobody say all that I don't know why he know me already he knows me and I got it on tape he know I got that recorded. But he said, ain't nobody say all that. And I said, you mean to tell me that you marrying somebody that you don't love? He said, I mean, it's beneficial. I said, oh, shoot. I forgot. I forgot who I married. I forgot who I married. It's something. It had to be something that that girl got or 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 have or done left him if something was to happen to her something something yeah he already in her car every darn day she live in delaware somewhere i hope it ain't where i was moving to I'm going to write a book. As soon as I know how to put it in order, I'm going to write a book. And my book is going to sell. It is going to sell. But I love y'all. Peace and happiness. Blessings always. I really want to know y'all opinions. I really want y'all to tell me if y'all feel like I am tripping. Please let me know. Run down a scenario one more time. And it's a true scenario, true story. I can't make it up if I wanted to. The nut came home after 16 years of being locked up. The baby was about seven months old when he got locked up. The other children were young. My oldest was seven, I think. Seven or nine, I don't know. He sees them all through him being incarcerated. He talks to them on the phone all through him being incarcerated. He tells me he's sorry for the life that he gave me before he got locked up, he tells me that he can do different. He's going to do different. He's going to show me better than he can tell me. He tells me all this stuff, and he didn't come home and he lied to his family and say he didn't say any of that. Oh, it gets deep. It gets deep. I just got to get to that part in me. Where I want to let y'all know how deep it get. But it gets deep. Right now, I just feel like saying what it is that I'm saying in the order that I'm saying it in. Because if I never did what I did, this nut still would have came home and did the same exact thing. So I don't want to hear anything. I don't want hear. I want. I don't want to hear nothing. Nobody got to say. It's in his blood. He can't wash it out. This would have to be baptized. He can't. He can't wash it out. At all. So. 
my bad. Because, you know, when I talk about this, it do get me a little amped up. But once again, the nut came home. He knows who all his children is. Not one of his children call him by his first name. They all call him dad. They all respect him. Respected him. Um, My daughter blocked him for telling him that he was getting married. And she blocked him because she felt like you don't even know who we are. So how are you getting married? And she's 110% correct. Everybody is grown. Everybody that listens to this podcast is grown. I'm grown. I say that to say that I'm not influencing nobody. So I can tell you how my daughter felt. I can tell you how I felt. Ain't no real man going to do that. Ain't no boys going to do that. Boys want to be fathers so bad that they want their children around them all the time so they can take dumb little pictures and show play games with their sons and stuff like that. They Nah. A guy, on the other hand, he has low self-esteem. He wants to be seen and heard. He wants to feel like he a boss because maybe he got ran down on when he was in jail. Or maybe he ran down on somebody. For real, keep it real. Keep it 100. Seriously. Like, you showing me other tendencies. For real, for real. You come home wanting to be in full control. Talking about. I told you when I was locked up that I wasn't going to come home and chase some kids. Excuse me? I'm sorry. Let me pack my stuff and up and leave them. Let me pack my stuff and turn my darn back. Let, let me do that. Please, please let me do that. <laughs> I love y'all. I wish y'all nothing but peace and happiness. Remember to pray for Philadelphia. Pray for your family. Put God first. Because we're not promised tomorrow. None of us is promised tomorrow. I love each and every last one of y'all. And for right now, I'll talk to y'all later. Have a blessed night. Hi, my loves, my kings and my queens. How are y'all doing? Today is one day away from the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. So, today I want to talk about when your children's father decides that he wants to go ahead and step up. It is a beautiful feeling. Now, don't get me wrong. We are in early stages. Of course, when I talk about certain things or I speak about certain things, I'm going through them. Ain't no sense of me sitting up here trying to fake or front or do any of that stuff. Nine times out of ten, that's what I'm going through. So, basically, um, you know, he coming through. And it's a beautiful feeling. That's all I want you to do, basically. I want you to get to know your children because for all these years that you was going for 16 years... They painted this picture of you because I basically told them that you was X, Y, and Z, and you was so decent, and this and that, and yada, yada, and all this stuff. And when you come home, it wasn't all about them. It wasn't all about them at all. It was about 
something and some people else or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, it's not too late. Never too late. So you're getting to know who they are now. And that is basically a blessing. That is more than enough. So you got the oldest one. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I thank God for that because um, my 23, our 23-year-old will be 24 very soon. And again, a female can only do but so much as far as raising a man. You can install values in them. You can tell them how to treat women. You can tell them, you know, as far as school, after they graduate, after, are you going to work? Are you going to go to college? You can say, start these conversations in the 10th and 11th grade. So by the time they get to the 12th, they already know what they finna do in the, after they get out the 12th grade. Now, fortunately, with my... 23 year old with our 23 year old he was supposed to go into the military now it was nobody but god we had the diploma i tested him out of school so basically my son has two diplomas because i tested him out of school my children are very intelligent all four of my children are very intelligent to the point where they can get tested out of school he wasn't going from the time that he found out i had cancer um, my son basically stopped going to school. It was like, no, uh-uh, I'm not going. I'll be damned if I go home and my mom is whatever, n- not in a good position, whatever. However he was thinking, he just stopped going. Mind y'all, he was 16, 17 years old. I, he was young when I went through that. So he just stopped going. And, yes, I was waking him up. I was telling him go ahead, get out, go to school, do this, do that. But y'all for you guys that know cancer and how it does your body, you do not have the energy to do this every single morning. You don't have the energy to keep waking them up and making them get out your house and yelling and screaming and hollering, get out, get out, get out. You gotta go to school. You don't have the energy for that. So I kind of felt like that kind of did something to me because it's like I let my oldest child drop out of school, which was not the case at all. I knew what he was going through. And that's kind of also around the time that his personality changed. My son was always quiet. He was always a person that kept his emotion to himself, didn't speak as much, didn't say as much. He was always a a child like that. But no longer. No longer. Um he's trying to open up. Um I believe that their father coming home and in the beginning it was not the way it should be. So I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys. Because it was not. Um, Me and their father decided mutually to go ahead and get a divorce after being married for 23 years. Only God knows the future. If we decide to get married again, remarried, then, well, not we. If he decides that he wants to marry me again, then... We will have a whole new wedding that he plans. We will have a whole new wedding, not only that he plans, but that he bought a ring to and X, Y, and Z. But we're not talking about that because that is nowhere near now. If it even happens, we're talking about the father getting in their life. That is, yo, that is so banging. Like, if you don't do nothing else, get in their life. Don't make me seem like a liar all the way around. Like, don't make me seem like 
this, you know, just this big liar. Like I say, oh, y'all dad is decent. He gonna come home. He gonna do this. He gonna do that. Just watch. Y'all can't. Y'all can't. It's not gonna be nothing. He not gonna do for y'all. He love y'all. Yada yada. Whatever yada. Whatever. Just all this stuff. Like as a man, when you locked up, you cannot say if you did something yourself to get yourself locked up, and you put yourself in that predicament to be in to get locked up. You cannot say, "Oh, um, I'm not gonna come home and." make them kids accept me as they pop. I'm not going to kiss their ass to be they pop, basically. You can't say that. You owe them. You owe them. So because you owe them what you do, you will come home and you will do everything you got to do to be they pop. Now, if somebody is just straight not talking to you, Okay, and you had a phone number, every once in a while you send them a text. Daddy love you. I'm thinking love you. Blah, blah, blah. They will eventually reach out. But in this situation, in our case, he is very fortunate. And I was telling him this in the beginning. I said, your sons love you. Your daughter loves you. My children love their father. He loves them. And yes, um, I'm not going to lie. It was on a path to destruction basically especially when that remark was made because when that remark was made it was also action with it like okay you know what you i'm just gonna do me they gonna do them with the youngest being 16 years old no at the end of the day you know when i used to complain and stuff to him when he was locked up he would say kid make them do make them and make them and make them so now it's time for you to make them don't tell me make them this and make them that and then you come home and tell me you what you not going to do. Don't do that. That's being hypocritical. Hypocritical to the 1800s power. <laughs> hypocritical. But um, at the end of the day, I am glad that, you know, he did take a step in... He really did take a step. And I think if you ever listen to these, I just want you to know that I appreciate you for that. Now, I can say I appreciate you for that because there's plenty of men that came home. And, again, I separated them. It's guys. It's, no, it's boys. It's guys. And it's men. And the guys are the ones that come home and don't get into their kids' lives or don't care to. Basically, they live their life and they pick on other people's lives and they don't get to know their own. They're guys, you know, good for nothing, basically. But a man will take care of his children and he will make sure that his children are straight. And me, I'm all down for it. I am down for whatever it is that he wants to do as far as them. Just like this morning, we had a little small conversation about the children. Well, about not the children, because they're not children. You know, the oldest one is 23. He was 24 in January. So, my baby is, he'd be 17 um, on the 24th. So, we're not talking about babies. We're talking about young adults here. But at the end of the day, I raised them with value. My mom has been my number one ace from the beginning, and so has my brother. I take my hat off to y'all. My sister has also been there as far as me and my daughter. Oh, my gosh. Sister, you deserve, like, nine medals, (laughs) maybe ten. But I love y'all, and I thank y'all so much for being there. And females if even if y'all feel sour like because sometimes we are we're bitter we're sour in the beginning you know we're sour we don't we don't y'all y'all came home and y'all acted like y'all don't want to be in our kids life okay watch this you nothing this and you nothing that watch this you not going we're not going to let y'all do nothing 
you ain't want to be there when you came home or you ain't want to be there then and you ain't you ain't gonna be there now and you know we get attitudes and everybody know it because we do we females we're emotional that's who, what females do i'm gonna do this like i've been doing and all this stuff let me tell you something when that man decides that he want to be a man and he decides that he want to go ahead and get in them kids life you let him you let him go ahead and get them kids life and you get out the way because at the end of the day someone like me that has been doing this for 16 long hard years and he still don't know the things that i've been through he don't know the things that i've been through but I've been through them things, and I've been through them things with my children. With my children. And, again, later on down in the podcast and the little episodes, y'all have know the different things that I've been through. As the Spirit the spirit gives them to me. Um, but for now... It's been a lot. I've been through a lot. And my children have been through a lot with me. We've been through pain. A lot of pain. And we had a whole lot of laughing times as well. The laughing times is more so now than ever before. And I'm not talking about now that their father is home. I'm talking about now within the past five years or so than ever before. Um, Beforehand, like I said, I was sick. And you speak your life. Power is in a tongue. Power is in a tongue. Right. As for instance, I have a tumor in my pelvic area as we speak. And I am enjoying life. I am smiling every day. Each and every day I am laughing because I know who my God is and I know what he's capable of doing. I know because of what he did for me the first time not only the first time but the second time the third time the fourth time the fifth time the sixth time and i'm not saying that i've been sick all them times i'm saying that it's been a whole bunch of different situations that i've been in that god has taken and he turned it all around he just turned it around and i'm very very thankful for that so i'm gonna close my eyes and thank god for a minute So, um, at the end of the day, ladies, let them. Don't have this dark cloud over your head forever or for the rest of your life. Because whether you like it or not, your children's father is going to be there until the day one of y'all close your eyes. Unless they do decide that they want to leave and you know move on with their life and stay out of your life your children's life now if they decide they want to do that that's when you go ahead and you let them and you continue to be who you are and you don't allow them to play games with your children you're not gonna play pickable with my kids Oh, I'm here for six months. Oh, I'm going for six months. What you do is when you, when he do come around and he is playing daddy, not playing daddy, but being daddy, you thank God for that time that he's being daddy. Because the more you thank God for that time he's being daddy, God will continue to work with him so that he'll continue to be daddy. As I said, um, we're blessed because these children have loved this man from the day he's gotten locked up. I've taken him up there enough for them to know he's their father. Um, They vaguely, I think my oldest vaguely remember him being home, I'm not sure. But they do know him from me taking them up there. And they have pictures, I have a lot of pictures of them with their father growing up. And, of course, um, one sentence can lead to a whole nother topic. But as far as this one, um, have I could have, I mean, could I have taken them up there more? Yeah, I could have. But a mom gets 
tired. I'm out getting tired. And a lot of times I didn't want to. I didn't want to get them dressed and bring them with me. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go to see him by myself. I wanted to be selfish with him by myself a lot of times. The times that I did. And I did. But I also brought them kids up there. Enough for them to know who their father was. Enough for my daughter to cry for him. My daughter cried for that man. She cried for him and cried for him and cried for him. So if anybody have a problem right now, it's her. But she is, you know, she is and she will come to terms with everything. She's not a bad person to get along with, especially with those that she loves. Now, she's, you know, 21, a 21-year-old female. Actually, she'll be 22 tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Time flies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But she'll be 22 tomorrow. So, thank God for that. Um, I just... You know, I don't know. I love the fact that I'm not going to say the fact. I'm going to say the thought because right now that's exactly what it is because it's new. So the oldest is actually with him and is going to be with him until I guess he get him settled. That's what he said. And he said, you know, it's his turn. Let him do whatever he's gonna do with them. And I'ma tell him you got it. You got it, scrap. You you got it. Um I can as long as he do this, I can't get along with him. I can. I can't get along with him. And that's about it. I can get along with him. And we can, you know, have a conversation as far as them, as far as they are concerned. But um, don't be better, y'all. And I'm not saying that anybody is. I always be wanting to clear stuff up because you know how your words can be misconstrued. Oh, she called me better. No, I didn't. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't call nobody better. Don't lie on me. I, I just said if any if anybody is being better or if anybody is, you know, not allowing the father to see their children, that's corny. Don't do that. I mean, I said before he came home and, like, in the beginning when he was home, I did say some real corny stuff. Like, if this happened, then I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. Uh-uh. I'm not doing... Listen, once you've been hurt a lot, like, once you've been hurt to what you feel is the maximum, I don't think anything... I think everything else after that is expected. So, when it's expected, it's no sense of saying that you're hurt or being hurt. There's no sense of that. Because, um, why? For what? Why for Um, y'all go ahead. Go ahead and let them be them. Let them be great at being them. They got a wonderful... You had your time with your children. Your time with your children is not over. You will always be mommy. They will always love mommy. They will... Excuse me. They will always appreciate mommy. They will always remember the things that mommy has done. The things that, um... Mommy is trying to do the the steps that mommy has taken to become who she is today. They may not understand everything, but as they get older, they'll say, oh, that's why my mom do this or that's why my mom do that. Let me tell y'all for an example. I'm not going I'm not going to make this much longer. But for an example, I go to church. I've always went to church and I've always taken my children to church as young children. And for an example, um, they never understood it. Why we got to go to church? Church, this, church, that. You always making us go to church. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. 
I say it like that because that's how it sounded to me when they were saying it to me, right? <laughs> so, um, my daughter looked at me on her 18th birthday because I told my children, I said, when y'all turn 18, y'all don't have to go no more. You know, y'all can just go ahead and do y'all when y'all turn 18. But until y'all turn 18, it's up to me to plant that seed. So, and that's how I felt. My mom did it to us, and I, I did it with mine's. So, basically, um, I, I plant that seed because when it's cleanup days, when it's time that we have to clean up in here, and you see people, you hear people moving around, you will hear my sons just burst out and sing a gospel song. You will hear my daughter just bust out and sing a gospel song. You will just, and the gospel won't be on. You'll just hear them, just, they'll just burst out and they'll just sing a gospel song. So the things that you do, do well for your children, no matter how old they are, no matter how old they get. It do well for your children. And continue, continue being great. Yeah, I said gospel. I know everybody out here ain't Christian, you know. I call, I, I, I'm so embarrassed. I'm not going to say I'm so embarrassed to call myself Christian. I say more so I'm, I'm a religious person. I'm spiritual. And I'm not, going, I'm not saying it because of um, what Christians believe. I'm not saying that because I believe what Christians believe in wholeheartedly. I say because of how Christians act. Oh my gosh. I say it because of how Christians act, especially the older folk. And y'all can put stuff together like in my other um you know topics that I speak of. Y'all put things together. Like I told y'all, I think I said something about being church hurt. If I didn't, I will speak on that. But church hurt is that hurt worse than family hurt. But I will speak on that. I don't believe that I told y'all that story. And I'm going to tell y'all that story. But I will not tell y'all the name of the church. So do not expect me to tell y'all the name of the church. That's something that I will not do. But continue being great parents. Moms, continue being great. And you know what? It don't only go for the single moms. It go for the single dads as well fathers thank you i love you y'all single fathers i love you i take my head off to you just like i take my head off to a single moms but the dads i take my head off to you thank you for being a father thank you for being an example because you're being an example to your sons and these are sons that we don't have to worry about that's out here shooting up people or that's out here um just being a statistic we don't have to worry about that and thank you now we're not gonna say that's every child because you can raise a child up the best way you can and they still will grow up and become something they will still grow up and do something and something that you didn't teach them and ask me how I know my mom did the best y'all my mom was the best mom in the world she was she was a mom to the whole neighborhood and she was the best mom in the world ask me how was she everybody mom plus her regular her her her, her four children she was everybody else's mom too and she was our mom and everybody loves my mother, but I was that one, that that child that didn't listen, that was bad. I was bad from a kid, from a real small, from a young, young kid, and I don't know why. I don't understand why I was bad from a kid. Oh, I used to steal when I was a little girl. I lied. I I was bad in school. Uh, I fought in school. It was just things that I've done that, why? Why, Rakia, why are you doing it? Why are you doing this? Why? I don't know. I don't know why I did half of what I've done. But what I do know is I'm not doing it today. What we have to learn is to grow. 
especially when we have children. When we have children, not only do we have to grow, but we have to change. I love y'all. Have a beautiful day on this Thursday. It's a beautiful Thursday. It's a beautiful, beautiful day out here. I think I'm going to just go take a visit at the nullery after I clean up a little bit. So I don't have to do nothing this weekend. That's what you do. You clean up on Thursday so when the weekend comes, you don't have to do nothing but go out. (laughs) That's how that (laughs) works. But anyway, I love y'all. Continue being great, my kings and my queens. And may God bless y'all. Be safe.